Angela. Defendiendo su cuello. Contra Equitium et Insidious Diabole Esto Brasilium. Imperate Dios. Suplegis de Precomor. Tuque. Conchefs Milichis Celestis. By the power of God, thrust in hell Satan. And with him, those evil spirits who prowl about the world for the rule of souls. thing about the super bowl halftime oh i i personally that shit was that was lit i love all the memes afterward it's like all the millennials in there or all the 90s kids with their cds uh, cassettes were just freaking the fuck out i was though but some of that stuff like the mary blige i don't i didn't know what? any of her Stop. shit no uh yeah oh, even becca God. didn't see any no. of that either i didn't know yeah. it but eminem then, yeah and then like kendrick lamar i couldn't understand a single fucking word he said yeah and what's weird is he's not that og he's more new he's yeah. like well Drake's i hope you guys era. know it's because dr dre founded all of those yes artists. i know yeah. exactly i mean it was it was it was, <laughs> oh, aftermath. That what it was built yeah. off of yeah please, aftermath records yeah. please tell me you guys saw the little dicky quarter time show uh uh-uh. quarter time yes i i, I know i know adrian what? did yeah little dicky did a quarter time show I didn't. What the fuck? Where was it airing? Did it? It actually aired, right? Yeah. On. Yep. I watched the whole goddamn Super Bowl. I didn't see any of that. You must have been faded, my guy. No, I was sober. Can we talk about how Snoop Dogg has so much street cred that he's able to go on the halftime show and throw up fucking gang signs and no one say a word? Oh, and the whole (laughs) fucking crip walk on national television. Yep. Oh yeah. yeah. And he had a blunt in his hand. Oh yeah. Did you guys hear the story about how there's one chick that posted on the um, Twitter? It was Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, well, Snoop just lost a fan because I just found out that he had a uh, joint in his hand. Are you fucking it's serious? It's the king of weed. <laughs> yes. Like the literal How many videos grandfather of him passing a fucking Daddy. joint to his security guard or some shit. Yeah. Like fucking moron. Oh, yeah. Oh, there, there's like three people in this world that if you ain't smoke, you have to smoke with them. Yeah. And it's Snoop Dogg. Fuck and right. Cheech and Chong. Right. Yes. Willie Nelson. Yeah. I don't, Seth Cheech and Rogen. Chong might be a little weird for me. Seth Rogen? But- Oh, Seth Rogen's good. Yeah. <laughs> can't do it. Can't fucking <laughs> His laugh. I can't do it. Well, speaking of Joe Rogan. Oh, oh, oh A Rogan. <laughs> a Rogan. Yeah. We were talking about Seth Rogan. Seth yeah. Rogan. Yeah. But yes, we, I do have oh. a KFA. Not super bad from, uh, you know. Wow. I, phew, phew. It was a long day plowing, guys. Yeah. I do have a KFA fact okay. for you guys. Some gossip. While Kanye was on Joe Rogan's podcast, he said that. One of these days, he's going to be the leader of the earth. And what the first thing that he's going to do is manifest bees to go over and harm anyone that says anything negative. About him? No, about anyone. Oh. Yep. Do you, do you like fish sticks? Yeah, I was just thinking that same thing. <laughs> he's going to turn into a fucking bee and just buzz around in nature. Wait, wait, wait. So you're not a hobbit. <laughs> you're gonna tell me why i like fish dicks because you like fish dicks he likes fish dicks we all like fish dicks well joe rogan later goes on he listens to kanye say this and joe rogan goes are you okay <laughs> seriously are you mentally okay i need to see this clip yeah, he's crazy maybe we'll oh post it God. welcome 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 to stuck in this purgatory joining me in purgatory as always is the beautiful hunter I'm a bee. And the even more beautiful KFA. Hello. How you guys doing today? 
Good. I think we're all a little tired. Yeah, it's been a it's been a long month. Really tired of the fucking cold ass weather out here in Colorado. I I agree. Like I, agree. I don't understand what's so fucking appealing about this state. You freeze your ass off for like six months of the year. Yeah. Well, we got we have true four seasons. I think that's what what really draws people in the mountains. And okay. Shit. Okay. If you want to call it true four seasons, right? Yeah. We'll, we'll just say quarterly. Three months, freeze your fucking ass off. Sure. Three months, you can't do shit because it rains all the time. Another three months, it's hotter than asshole out here. Like literally, if this this if it wasn't India, your shoes would be like melting in the street. And then finally, you get to the graceful fall where you're just dreading freezing your ass off for another three fucking months. <laughs> I mean, or you can look at it at like a positive yeah. outlook. Would you rather? Would I mean? See, living in Arizona. I oh, used to be that. like, this is great. And then shortly, six months later, realizing it's 120 degrees, nine months out of the year, not fun. And it gets annoying because every single day you look up in the sky and it's the same fucking thing. Maybe there's yeah. a cloud. Maybe there's a sandstorm. Yeah. Maybe there's a haboob. You don't know. Can you imagine? Maybe how- there's a skinwalker. <laughs> Can you imagine how many fucking skin burns you'd get on your balls in 120 degree weather? Skin burns? Just like touching. Just- like if you walked around naked. No, you know, like when you're a kid and you fell off a bike and you got a oh, fucking skin burn. Yeah. I wouldn't call it raspberry, but that sounded pretty weird if you got a raspberry in your dick. <laughs> no, proper proper terminology. Yeah, because yeah. then you're like, oh, I've got AIDS. <laughs> Everyone has AIDS. AIDS. Uh, there, there was a story that... America! Was it you, Hunter, that told me this? But Maybe. The first woman got cured of AIDS. Oh, yeah, HIV. I was telling you that last night, yeah. Was it fucking, what's his fuzz money? No. <laughs> Was it just pure concentrated money? <laughs> Underneath his bed? <laughs> he doesn't try to trust the banking system? <laughs> I do not trust the American banking system. Seriously? Uh, someone yeah. got cured of AIDS? Yeah, someone yeah. did. Someone wow. Did. The future. Future. AIDS, super plus max. Super plus max. Hi, welcome to Denny's. <laughs> oh, hi, welcome to Chili's. Okay, please tell me we all saw... The, the second pandemic special or whatever. Yes. yes the COVID did. special. Oh, yes. It's hilarious. So good. So oh, good. and then the new Rick and Morty. You like Hello. It? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> He's the best goddamn elbow tits in the whole universe. <laughs> now they're the only elbow tits. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> what the fuck are we talking about today? <laughs> oh, my God. We're talking about the world's most haunted, well, not the world, the nation's most haunted road. Yeah, USA, baby. And wouldn't you believe it, right here in Colorado that I just talked shit about. Literally five minutes from where we're recording this fucking episode. We told ourselves we were going to go driving on a full moon night, and I wanted to until we had to plow for 12 hours straight. Yeah. And then I said, fuck that shit, I'm out. We and, will still go. Yeah. We're still going to go, and we're going to yeah. do a, a Patreon video of it, because there are some very interesting things that happened in this road. I do want to specify, because we did hear a couple other sources talk about Riverdale Road. We want to clarify this since we are natives. It's about an 11-mile stretch of road in the northeastern part of the Denver suburbs. So like North Glen, Thornton, Brighton area. And up in this area that runs along Highway 76 and 85, there's kind of like a really big uh, open space. Yeah. Farms. Yeah, and I think the South Platte runs there, right? Is it South Platte or North Platte? Yeah, it's right by the wastewater treatment facility. Yeah, uh, it's the thing. There's like yeah. so many different things. There's like, there is a river that runs through. It's either north north of the South Platte. And um, 
but they have like water treatment facilities there, like agri industries and shit, but that's irrelevant. So in today's episode, Riverdale Road, we're going to get into why it's haunted, what haunts it, and why you need to come out here and see it. Well, that's a great introduction into Riverdale Road. And just so everyone understands, this, this road is dark. There's no lights on it whatsoever. What I think, at least. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah. It's I don't think there's any. Yeah, because it's farms and, and people's residents, so they don't have street lights that yeah. that intrude on their property, and then it's just dark, kind of like wooded areas too. I mean, like I said, a lot of it's open space. People like can take your dogs out there and walk around. I I don't think you could fish it though. No, I don't know. There is some bodies of water, but I don't think it's no. Well, I'm thinking the river. Oh yeah, only that part. At least that part, because yeah. there's too close to the wastewater. They do. Yeah. Something who knows. So if you're a hobo. Make sure you stay on the south side of the (laughs) wastewater treatment. Stay safe out there. (laughs) Well, this road has everything, everything paranormal that anyone could ever ask for. He's not fucking kidding. Literally everything. I I mean, this has literally been covered on the news. It's so popular. Mm -hmm. Uh, From having a ghostly white lady that roams the street to a phantom jogger that chases after cars that drive on the road to talking animals, Native American burial grounds, devil worshippers, witch hangings, and a theory that the gates of hell are located on Riverdale. You forgot the uh, ghost vampires, too. Wait, we're not. Hunter's <laughs> <laughs> dying to talk about the ghost vampires. I do not want to talk okay. about the ghost vampires. I just want to be clear. I can't, say, I can't say that this is the gates of hell because it would have to be in Arizona when it's 120 fucking degrees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, Arizona is the, 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 real, the real fact of the human ignorance. When hell freezes over... That's when they'll be the gates of hell. Truly. Now, this road is... Um, have you guys been on the road? I haven't been on the road completely. Now, so that's another thing. There's a golf course. Like I said, this is an 11-mile yes. stretch of road, so not all of it is haunted, but um, there is a part where there's a golf course. I've been on that several times when we, you and I go golfing. Hunter, yes. But um, that's about it. Adrian? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did I, you know about this road before? No, I, I had no clue about this road until... I met Hunter and I came up here and then you guys kept telling me about Riverdale Road. Here's the wild thing about it. It's like, it, it's like a country road. It's like a windy country road in the middle of the suburbs. Take me home. Yeah, but, no, fuck off. West Virginia. But <laughs> We already sang it. But that's the thing. Yeah. It's like, it's just the weirdest open space, like, I want to call it a state park, but it's not a state park. That's that's my, my best description between a housing development and another housing de- development and a fucking highway runs down the middle. Yeah, and a and bee farm and, and just normal farm and yeah. a haunted house, a literal haunted house. Yes. Haunted Field of Screams is there. Here's a weird weird thing before we dive into the juicy details. That that lady I was talking about, yeah, just not going to disclose anything other than the fact that she worked at that that um, um, haunted house museum, not museum, amusement park thing, and... It's right next to Riverdale Road. It connects kind of along the whole path of it because it's a, it's a big park. She got hit, like punched upside the head by a visitor, cracked her head open, died, saw like angels and demons, and was visited near that road. That road like was the pathway to what she saw. I thought I thought someone actually died at that. Put that too, yeah. Yeah. This so is just I guess a personal Riverdale, story. I guess Riverdale has another haunting. Oh, yeah. There's, there's so much shit here. It's... And I've if you guys here. get it, yeah. if you guys get the chance and you listen to this, make sure you look at uh, look it up because there are so many pictures out there of what people supposedly see it or you know whether it's fake or not. It's still pretty creepy. I mean, even the point where it looks like some fucking werewolf is like hiding behind a tree, staring you down. It's pretty creepy. 
Well, that's great that you bring that up because even Nine News, which is one of the biggest news stations in Local. the metro, yeah, metro area of Denver. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Metro and local are two different things. State of Colorado. Okay. Either way, uh, it was shown that one of the co-founders of the Denver Ghost Hunters found a bunch of pictures, audio clips, as well as going on saying that she saw a ghostly figure. And she goes on to talk about it in the article that she says, and quotes, I found this one spot and I said, I think there's something here. I don't feel alone. She then states, we had a camera. We were visiting investigators. We were taking pictures, listening, trying to see if we're catching anything on camera. I start walking on this one side of the road. I start to feel really nervous. And it looked like out in the distance, I could almost see the shape of a man. I remember these cowboy boots and... They just started walking towards me. So there's a haunted cowboy, too. <laughs> Dark <laughs> holiday, baby. <laughs> We're not that redneck here in Colorado, but there be cowboys. I'm sad you didn't make that. You, you should have made the voice like more scared. <sighs> yeah, exactly. She well, she, she's a she, professional. so she, Like, I found this one spot. Is this the girl and that I we want to, we'd like to talk to? Yes. Her name is Stephanie Smith. And she's, like I said, one of the co-founders of the Denver Ghost Hunter. We need, so, we need her on the if show. If you were listening, Stephanie, please, we want you on the show. Come, we summon you. We manifest it like Kanye does. We should. <laughs> we should. <laughs> so, before we go into the actual individual hauntings, let's just name off all of the hauntings that people see. And then we'll kind of go into detail as we go along. That's great structure. Well organized. Ding! I've got good ideas sometimes. Oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> Take us away, Adrian. Well, we're going to be going over the bloody handprints that appear on signs. The haunted jogger that likes to chase after your car. This one's my favorite. Yep. <laughs> then we'd go into ghosts who swing from the trees. So that's probably the pictures that you're seeing. Or it might be the phantom Camaro that patrols the road. I have a good story on that, that one. That one doesn't make sense to me. But yeah. And then there's always a hitchhiker needing a ride. That that's probably the best one for me because every haunted road has a haunted hitchhiker. They're just hobos. <laughs> no, they're viciously murdered hikers, hitchhikers, hobos. No. All right, moving on. And then the next topic, because it is said that the road was built on a Native American burial site. You of course have the Native American shapeshifters. Hmm. Then there's many of demonic activity. As well as we talk about the haunted mansion and the gates to hell. Ooh. All right, let's go. Let's uh, let's get into these meat and potatoes here, and let's uh, these bloody damn handprints. Well, it is said that road signs have spatters and handprints of blood made by the ghost of a little boy who was killed when he was walking to school. So it is just, also said that locals say that the boy was bullied by vandals who used to shoot him with paintball guns. Hmm. Interesting. See, that's the thing for me is, the, it, like, that's my immediate reaction is, is just a bunch of fucking kids going down there shooting the signs with paintball guns. Right. But but they're saying handprints, not, not just like... Hey, yeah. if you're good enough, you can make a handprint. That's true. <laughs> 
Just but, takes two and a half balls. Well, paintballs. After this, it it then says that every time anyone tries to state that there's bloody handprints on the signs, the next morning the blood is gone. Hmm. I will say, driving on that road, there was a couple curves in that road by by the the wooded area, uh, close to my house. When you turn these corners, these signs are like abnormally large, and they hit you right in the face with your reflect, like your light reflector. Yeah, retro reflector. It's like bam. And I always thought it was eerie, and this is just me getting in my head because I know this this road is really fucked up. But every time I drive that road, and I do try to avoid it, every time I drive it at night, those curves do get me because you just get blasted with a flash of light and you just trick yourself a little bit. Well, and that's the thing too is if you know about this story, I mean, I think most people, there's two types of people. You got the people who are traveling it because they need to get to A to B, or you have the people like us who know about it and want some sort of experience. Again, your mind is like trained at that rate to look for things that probably aren't even fucking there. Yeah, the mind sees what it wants. Yeah. And I, and, I, and that's what I want to be careful with. And I, I do have a story, a surprise for you guys later uh, towards the end of the episode. But Ghost vampires? Yeah, ghost vampires. But I, I'm i trying not to – I'm trying to have a, an unbiased lens. Like actually did I see something? And this next, this next um, thing that people have experienced, this is the most like – credible source that we have there's a lot of people who have seen this 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 figure that we're about to talk about and i'm trying to see that thing too but not like manifest it myself <laughs> told us well told us. What, would finish off the bloody handprints that appear on signs it it's very common that children who pass away and go into a ghost form that painting is usually their favorite activity to do because it's very childlike so when you're driving down the road and you see a bloody handprint, is it just the ghost of the child that was hit? Or is it just a load of shit? <laughs> <laughs> a load of shit. A load of shit. Jury's out. Yeah. yeah. I'm hitting that button. Yeah. <laughs> load of shit. Jury's out. Well, yeah, we should rate it, each one of these. Let's see. A scale of one to ten. For me, for this one, negative let's two. Let's do this. Let's do this. We'll make it load of shit, speculatory, I believe. Load of shit. Okay. Load of shit. Ding. Load of shit. Okay. okay, but right. I will say if I saw a street sign and there is a bloody handprint, that would creep me the fuck out. Yeah, well, because no then oh. I don't I, I don't think of ghost right away. I think someone's getting fucking murdered yes. by fucking anyone. The, the werewolf behind yeah. the fucking tree. Yes, exactly. We should dress like werewolves. Put a bloody handprint on the road, and when people freak out and see it and stop and like go, oh my god, look, I'm gonna record it. And we just jump out of the bushes and scare shit. That's how out you of get them. shot nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> let's get TikTok famous though. I bet you that'll, that'll trend. Rip. <laughs> R.I.P. It, it, it would trend. Well, let's get into the next topic that Ooh. Hunter cannot wait to talk about. <laughs> the jogger. I don't want to talk about it. You talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Okay, so there's a lot of there's a lot of stories, and this is where I want to tell you my story, actually. I'm just I'm I'm taking it from the end. I'm gonna take it right here. But there's a supposedly this jogger that um was hit uh near a dirt road just off Riverdale Road and they were killed and they left the jogger to die, hit him, hit and run, right? Sad. Believable. Well, people are, have said this, seen this. What I want to talk about is I was driving this road once, and this was before we all talked about this podcast, before we shared any of our creepy shit that we like. I was driving the road with Dom, and I randomly, something out of the corner, I caught my eye. And I look, and there was like this silhouette shadow, right? It was like, you could tell it was a figure, but you could tell it wasn't transparent it wasn't like fully you could see it right yeah it was it wasn't solid and the weirdest thing yeah opaque the the weirdest thing was you could see jogging shoulders like bouncing shoulders 
And I like rubbed my eyes and I was like, Dom, do you see that? And I opened my eyes again and it was still there. I was like, Dom, do you see that? And she's like, no. And then as I'm passing it, I'm, I'm really trying to point it out to her, pretty much just like wisped away. Hmm. And this was right on Riverdale Road and Holly. That So there's a myth behind this that, if I recall right, is the whole thing about the jogger on Riverdale Road is you never want him to, uh, you never want to let him catch up to you. Because if you make eye contact with him, your car will crash regardless. Like that's, that's seriously the myth. Ill omens. So the, every story that I've heard about the jogger, which it actually kind of freaks me out, is people will be driving and... I mean, I think this road's, what, 35 miles an hour, 40 miles an yeah. hour? Yeah. yeah, it's pretty slow. Yeah, I mean, it's not a fast road because all the curves. But just imagine you're driving along and you see a fucking, like, ghostly shadow of a jogger running next to your car, like, <laughs> <laughs> taps on your fucking window, you look over him, and then you crash your car. <laughs> now, how do you explain that? Like, how do you, no, at no. the end of the day, a cop shows up and you're like, you're not going to fucking believe this shit. <laughs> no, he's, no, he knocks on the window. Hey kid, you want a bike? <laughs> and then <laughs> zips away. And then you crash then, because you're like, I have a bike. Ah, oh, shit. Let me turn around. And it's probably, of course, on one of like the fucking death-defying curves. And you're like, oh shit. Yeah. And then you look away for one second. And you're off the fucking road. <laughs> he's not. He's not kidding about those curves. You look away for a second. And you're gonna fucking crash. <laughs> what I imagine is the the shows where they ostrich is always running next to the car oh, yeah and because it could run so fast the emus? yeah and their head is straight but their legs are still moving oh my god it's a kevin hart joke <laughs> that's my biggest fear honestly is death by ostrich <laughs> oh my god but that's what i imagine the- what it looks like you don't see like any arm movement you don't see like the typical running yeah all you see is a face looking dead at you while the feet are still running 65 miles an hour. <laughs> All I can say, Hunter, is whatever you do, don't go on the Liberty Mutual insurance commercial. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm fucking scared, man. Those those ostriches. You guys want to start an ostrich egg business? No. You can sell those fuckers for like 100 a pop or $50 oh a pop. You, you can sell the eggs you have. So, oh, yeah, please. The myth behind this jogger is that people passing through on foot have heard a large... A loud heartbeat and even footsteps. If you drive by, you might feel something hitting your car, like when there's really nothing there, or you'd feel a big bump in the road like you just ran something over. <laughs> Will's story. You know what? Well, I was thinking something different. Yeah, no, so, no, go ahead, continue. Again, I know I said this a lot in the first couple of episodes, but fucking supernatural. I remember yeah. specifically there was one episode in the early seasons where they knew that they were going to the spot because the lady was like stuck in a time warp, but she, she was dead and she didn't know it. And she was like repeating these steps, but they literally hit that chick in the beginning. Right. Yeah. Or no, she, if I remember right, she hits, she thinks she hits someone in a car. And then when they show up, they almost hit her and she's freaking out. Like you got to help me. Something weird's going on. Yep. That would freak me the fuck out. Right. What? And, oh, what I imagine, I is it Annabelle? I think it's the first Annabelle. But when the priest loads up the, uh, it might not be Annabelle. It's one scary fucking movie. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> They're all the Lo- same at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah, loads up a cursed object, and while he's driving away, it's like something is latched onto his vehicle and it creates a crash. That, well, that's what I envision. Okay, okay, but can, let's let's get a real story here. Hold, hold on, before you do, can I divert real quick? Yeah, yeah, please, please, please. Can I? Can we talk about the fucking level of troll we got on the Reddit post for the 
Barnes the Antique Shop? The small, no, the, the glass or the the, the glass, small video, the the supposed cursed objects in there. What I like to think is, I don't think they understand what tempered glass is. Yeah, tempered glass is not used for those fucking no for yeah. a fucking this is vanity a, cabinet. An old ass, like it's a china cabinet. It's a very yeah. old china cabinet. It's They're not gonna up. put you put tempered glass in a fucking car. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's it's just and a single pane. What I love too is everyone was a fucking expert on it. Oh yeah, it's Everybody's like, like <laughs> I know the science behind this because this happened in my parents' car and I'd spent ten years researching it. <laughs> Fuck you. I feel like sometimes the atmospheric pressure of the stratosphere comes down and it wreaks havoc on your glass. Sometimes when I fart really loud, it's enough of a pressure wave. All right. Story. People should be a little bit more open to the supernatural. Just a little bit. <laughs> all a little right? bit. Be a little skeptical. Be open-minded. Uh, let's hear the story. But the, no, the real story, you know what we're talking about with Will when he was saying that that he's that he had that call where that lady hit yes. a shadow figure. Recently. No damage on the car, like, but all the windows and tires were blasted out. Yeah. Like he hits some shadow jogger and 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 it's like I have to call my husband I have to call my husband. If you haven't heard it, go back to Will Will Bruce's episode, uh, and he talks about it in more detail. Fucking wild, pretty creepy. So this jogger, my final rating. What were the ratings? It Crack was shit. It was bullshit. Bullshit. Speculatory. Possible. I'm in between speculatory and possible on this one. I want it to be possible. That's a that's a good point. I wanted to be possible just so I could see someone trying to run as fast as the vehicle. Yes, that would be hilarious. Exactly. All right. Well, well, going going back to my eyes behind a tree. This next one's going to get you. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, it's the ghosts who swing from the trees. <laughs> okay, can we clarify? Do we know if they're swinging from the trees like monkeys? No. Or are so- they swinging like it's on a swing swing? So what it is is uh, we take a nice little look at America's long dark history, and what's that oh, dark news. history? Yep, of abusing slaves. That's creepy as fuck. Yeah this this is why. <gasps> I've got a story for you. Go, Your eyes just go got ahead, watery. Though. I love go it. Go ahead though. Let, let me tell this real quick. And yes. Then you, so with the dark history of abusing slaves, well. Either if it was legal or not legal in America, there's still plenty of creepy locations to go check out if you're turning the South locations. And Colorado, though it's not in the South, has its own history that isn't typically talked about when discussing American history. Slaves lived here too, especially along Riverdale Road. Oh, interesting. I did not know that. It's said that on some nights you could see their bodies hanging from the cottonwood trees. There's still a full moon out. Wow. Well, and given the the whole Western history we have out here, um, I could see it not even just being slaves, just like fucking, you know, outlaws and rival cowboy groups and shit, you know, what they used to do in all the movies you see. There is, you know it was 100% real. They did that shit. There is an old plantation house just by River Road. It it looks like colonial, you know, 19, 1776 type style. That would make sense. I could literally, because there's a couple of trees out there. That, like, I always like when I'm driving around to picture what the, our state would look like prior to course. civilization and you could totally see that it's like a fucking little desert tundra kind of bullshit colorado had some of the most active kkk members in the country jesus it's fucked it's all totally right. fucked my fucking story and it's not even so much a story we all at this rate you all know that i have fucked up dreams right <laughs> the worst the worst fucking <laughs> the dreams. literal worst and I want to know what your wet dreams are like. <laughs> Not good either. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get them because they're all horrifying. They're twisted and and, and you, you're going to understand why here in a minute. I 
that I specifically recall a dream I've had about two or three times in my life. And this is when I was younger. Um, there's a portion over by where I live. that's kind of like a long stretch and there's a green belt in the middle of it, but homes everywhere. There's a school over there, whatnot, tons of streetlights. And I, in this dream, I am driving with someone in a car down this stretch and it's not like, you know, the whole environment is super creeping, eerie, like gray and dark. And there are literally people hanging from a noose, from all these light poles, all these trees. There's dead bodies laying up against the hills. And we're driving down, like trying to figure out what's going on. And almost, it almost has the feeling of like a zombie apocalypse, but they're like, no one's alive. Like we are the only people alive in this area. Have you ever watched the movie Sinister? Really? Are we going to ask these questions? No, I've not seen the fucking movie Sinister. Okay, well... You really should. <laughs> yes, it's a great movie. It's about a journalist that wants to go find out about a house that is known to be haunted as well as the family being murdered there. Hmm. And the he ends up finding murdered. the tapes of how the family was murdered, mm. and it was... I think it was the first one. They're all hanging from a tree. There's like five or six of them all hanging from a tree. And it, it's don't not, spoil it for him because I think it's it's hard to watch. It's it's a good one. Ethan Hawke's in it. It's fucking terrifying. Yeah, but either way, this is the image that I'm thinking of. Yeah, what you just described is literally what I'll, I'm seeing. I'll definitely have to check it out. I I believe this one because there there is history of people dying on the road. I mean, it it's very true. That there could be paranormal activity happening there. Now, is there a bunch of this other bullshit? No. But ghosts swinging from trees, I want to believe it. We got some broke back mountain over here. <laughs> that's, that's two completely different things, my guy. That was, yeah. That came out of left field. <laughs> and it's gone. <laughs> Woo! Uh, I want to believe it, too. Only because, like, I'm a little scared that my dream might be reality. But that would still be pretty dope. How crazy is if it... You had like one of those deja vu moments when we're out. Don't on tell Riverdale me that. Road. Don't fucking tell me that. How horrifying would that be? Because <laughs> I, I would 100 percent believe in deja vu. <laughs> exactly. I'm not going to. I will to my grave. What do you believe do deja vu is though? Okay, this is going to get edited out because we have gone way off topic. No, no, this is really good. What? So, what's your question? <laughs> <laughs> what no, you... this is really good talk. Uh, deja vu. What do you think deja vu is? Um, okay, so I believe that time is linear. And sure. that you, you're you predetermined for the most part. I believe that each individual has certain um, turning points in their life in, in that timeline that you can make an alternate option and that'll change it. But the only feasible way I can explain deja vu, because we all know what deja vu is, but I'll just explain it how I, how I see it. I will have a dream that is so real and accurate, but... The second you have that dream and you wake up, it's gone. You'll forget about it. You'll never know you had it. And then it pops up. <laughs> and then some point, some random point in the future, you sit there and you're like, I've been through this. Like, I, this has happened to me before. Yes. To me, that is undeniable fact that time is linear. I just think it's a glitch in the and matrix. Here's my, here's my other point to this as well. This is a personal thing for me. I actually freak out when I don't get deja vu for a long time. <laughs> I honestly think that I may be coming close to my end. No. <laughs> I think well, the same I'm, thing. Seriously. I had a deja vu moment like two or three months ago. I haven't had it. Uh, I may have had one, but it's been a long time since I've had like a series of deja vu and it freaks me the fuck out. I think I have them so often I just forget. I don't pay attention to them as much. 
You really need to. I should probably. Because I, I think there's a deeper answer to deja vu that we yeah. don't understand. Well, they think that that uh, the earth is one active living being, like a consciousness, and we're just its offspring. Yeah, so you could just again, be a, spirituality. <laughs> you could just be fucking reincarnations of a dinosaur poop or something. That'd be kind of dope. Yeah. Look how far we made it. Well, yeah. We well, evolved. We are poop that grew legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys rate the ghost who swing from trees? The ghost that swing from trees. Um, I'll believe it. I'm speculative. I believe it. I'll believe it. Now let's talk it about some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I have a good story for this one. I have a good story for this one. Well, I'd I'd talk about it, and then Hunter, you share your I'll, story. I'll I'll butter you up, baby. A phantom Camaro that likes to patrol the road. The issue with River Riverdale Road that led to its haunted history is that it has seemingly endless blind corners. If a driver is in a rush, those blind corners can result in death. One driver in the 70s was zipping down the road, impatiently testing fate with their gas pedal when they had a fatal crash. Now, if you drive down the street during the night or day, a phantom Camaro with one working headlight might pull up behind you Challenging you to a race with no happy ending. (laughs) 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 Wrong. (laughs) Fucking what a what an end to that that monologue there. (laughs) No no happy no happy ending. Okay, so my story. We're children. (laughs) My story is a combination between the jogger and the Camaro. So there was this girl who just got her license and she was driving home from Thornton to Brighton uh, using Riverdale Road. It was one of her first night drives since she got her license. So she was nervous, you know, white knuckling the, the wheel, all that stuff. So she is driving down the road and there's nobody on this road and it's deserted. And all of a sudden she sees a car um, or she sees first, excuse me, she sees a jogger um, in front of her in the distance. She got her brights on and all that. And as she recognizes this jogger, she's like, that's kind of weird this late at night to be jogging. The Camaro, the Phantom Camaro that Adrian just talked about zips behind her and she hears the roar of the engine and one headlight like adrian said one headlight roars past her and the trajectory of the camaro was it was going to be heading right towards this jogger and she's like oh my god this 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 camaro doesn't see this person she starts blaring on the horn you know trying to get flashing her brights trying to get attention of either one of them and she sees the camaro hit the jogger nothing happens and then the the, the 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 Camaro comes at her and like stops, vanishes. Let's let's did, talk about your perception that you could see. Did I miss something though? Is the is the Camaro the person that hit the jogger? No. No. This is just this some one, occurrence yeah. that this chick saw and, and wrote on wrote into somebody and I found okay. it. Okay. So these are the two separate things that are happening simultaneously. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. It was an it was an event this chick saw. Well, I want I wanna just dive in real quick. The perception you could see when it's nice and light and everything's perfect, what is it? It's something like 300 feet or 400 feet if you're going 40 miles an hour. Something like that. It's in driving lesson all the time. (laughs) He just took a CDL. Yes. He's educated. But uh, let's say she was driving at night, correct? Yeah. 30 miles an hour. Yep. Bright sun. And so that means your perception, how far you could see is about probably 100, 150. Let's say a Camaro is going super fast into a jogger. And you blare your horns, you're flashing your headlights. How much time can someone actually like? I mean, do and see. Like, come on, it's a load I, of crap. Yeah, and I think if anything, 
I want to know if this is like Dukes of Hazard car. <laughs> like, is it got the fucking Confederate flag on there? Big old what sixty nine or whatever the fuck's on their car? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no. Why not? It's just not. <laughs> How do you know? Because have you seen it? I because don't think it's so. not real. Because in my mind's eye, <laughs> I agree. It's bullshit. In my mind's eye, it's a yellow seventy six Camaro. Here's my thing: if there's no With black stripes, racing stripes. Okay, so it's a Dukes of Hazard style vehicle. No. Can okay, can we just whatever. all vote that this is this bullshit? This is bullshit. The reason, and here's why. The I story think it's sounded good. It, it sounds great. I love it. It's, but it's a story. I the whole reason I say it's bullshit is because, and unless we didn't find it. There's no connection between the two. And I don't know anywhere that two separate instance, instances happen that happen consecutively like that in like a sequence. Yeah, you have two different beings, paranormal beings, that are now conflicting with one another. I don't, think I don't see it. Yeah. Unless like, if there was a story that a Camaro hit into a jogger and then the Camaro it's drove off the road, yeah. died, then I could see the whole event happening. Yeah. Well, it was a it was a ghost play date. <laughs> Moving on. Bullshit. <laughs> all right, so we all vote bullshit. Bullshit. Okay, bullshit. Well, with these haunted roads, we always have a hitchhiker that needs a ride. Always. <laughs> I want to know what kind of ride. <laughs> he has yeah, a lot of money to pay. Oh, <laughs> Almost everyone grows up being told that if you ever see someone on the side of the road, pick them put up. Their thumb out. They're asking for a ride. Pick them up. Put them in their car. Oh, in the trunk? If, oh, sorry. I was uh, my wife. Be, be, she gave me that advice. <laughs> oh, you just called out his <laughs> yeah, wife. I did. Oh fuck. When Dominique was in high school, she picked up a homeless man in her car with her friend. Don't do that, kids. All right? PSA right here. Well, even if it's a hitchhiker that's just looking for a ride, it's a hobo. It's or, a hobo. Or, or, or it's a fucking ghost. Apparently you're automatically a hobo if you're hitchhiking. You never know who or what could be jumping into your car. If you are hitchhiking, if you have to physically hitchhike to go places, you have no home. home ex, exo facto hobo. Maybe maybe he's got a sweet so condo it's a ghost in Upper hobo. Manhattan. I'm telling you, I know you guys are making fun of me for this right now, but if you drive down 76 or anywhere near Commerce City and you look down the fucking plat, it is homeless city central it is a fucking homeless camp as far as the eye can fucking see because that's the only place they haven't been kicked out yet ain't wrong well sorry so for the, those who are compassionate for <laughs> oh you're compassionate i never said i was <laughs> <laughs> all i said is for those who are compassionate <laughs> you might want to pick up the hitchhiker who is a young woman in white who oh, likes wait. to walk riverdale road Hold at on. night <laughs> what are we talking about here now it's the hitchhiker <laughs> hold on no 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 it's a woman in white young a woman in white and young, young well hold on how young are we talking here she have a no 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 yeah she has a driver, driver's yeah. license she's like 22 23 nice <laughs> fake taxi <laughs> fake fucking taxi many people have pulled over and had quite the experience wait wait, <laughs> wait. Adrian why are you turning this sexual wait what kind of experience? <laughs> Not a good one. Ah, <laughs> did you get? Wait, did you guys have an inside joke right here? No. <laughs> what kind of bad experience? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on with you two? <laughs> All right, we're doing a campaign. Talking to finger up the butt. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right, we're doing a campaign for homeless rights. 
It's trending on Twitter. Hashtag homeless rights. As soon as they open the passenger door, she disappears, leading you to ask what she really wanted. And what is that, Adrian? I don't know. Oh, you're supposed to you're tell just leaving me. us cliffhangers. God damn it. You guys are supposed to figure out what she wanted. Dirty I'm here cocktees. to tell you the facts. I'll tell you exactly what she wanted. Some crack. <laughs> it's always about crack. Get you on the rack. And you wanted some of that crack. Oh. All right, I give this one yeah. bullshit. <laughs> Straight up bullshit. Well, before you vote on this nope. one. Already done. It correlates with the mansion and the gates to hell. No. Uh, yes. yes. It no. actually does. And it's... I Because of the mansion part of it, I have to say that I believe in it. I believe it in it. And I, you know, I know we made jokes about, you know, sexual pleasures, but this is not a pleasurable experience for anybody. No, because uh, seriously, there's many stories throughout United States and other countries where there's paranormal things that happen on a haunted road. Hitchhiker, sometimes it's with taxi cabs and they see a hitchhiker, you know, they're going to pick him up, they're going to get get the bag yeah <laughs> and uh then they look in the back and they never see a person in the back they like just pick up a spirit yes hmm. and they have heard that there's before. many stories yeah I mean, unfortunately. i've read way too much and that that's what makes it so believable and i know we were joking about it but i i know if i ever see a hitchhiker i apologize i have a big heart but you will never get in my vehicle. <laughs> no, I will ne- not even roll down the window for you. I'm sorry. I'm very opinionated. But that's my thing. Here's, and I know we're going to get into the story about the mansion. And I'm going to bring it up again too, back to this portion. Because the actual image of this lady does not make sense to me. So that's the only part that I'm speculatory on. But I do believe in this story. Well, let's just transition over to the David Wolbert house. Hell Yeah. It is the mansion that is said to also lead you to the gates to hell. It also has a murder that happened in it. Several murders. Yes. And there, it also burned to the ground. I have a good story on it, too. Here's my question. For you, Adrian, mostly. Maybe, Hunter. Okay. Did you guys actually find out, like, a lot of the history about this dude in the mansion? Uh, not about the murders that happened. There wasn't really a lot, but I do have facts on the mansion as well as the fire that happened there. No, because so. I, if I, I'm going to recall from my brain from a, a while ago when I heard the story about the mansion and the dude, I think I remember what they said, what actually happened in the mansion, but go with your, uh, go with your shit, Adrian. I well, hear it. this mansion is located at 9190 Riverdale Road. It's a two-story with an attic, brick house, built around somewhere around 1864. Still slave centuries. Oh, you said it was brick, though? Yes. Is, are there still parts of it there? Yes. Sick. It was a two-story home. That's what Fucking I just said. dope. Adrian already said that. <laughs> what? It's still, that is still there? It's a two-story home. I just wanted to make sure oh. you got the vision. With an attic. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and many people that have seen it, it said it was a fine-looking structure. With dignity and a favorable position, besides the through drive backed by the Platte River banks and floodplain. Damn, girl, she thick. <laughs> the Wolberts were typical of the hordes of people coming west to make their fortunes in gold and silver. Like many other, Wolbert found his true fortune in agriculture 
and permanent settlement. So there's a little background on the person that built the home. That so is... he actually built it. Yes, well, I've seen this. It's interesting, guys. Call me call me a little crazier here, but I'm looking at an image of it. I've seen this in oh, Riverdale. I've seen it off of off of a farm. It wasn't on the road. Yeah, that's a dirt road that goes to it. Yeah, I it's not saw this the in the distance. It's not there anymore. Yeah, it burned well, down. I mean, it's brick, so there's yeah. got to be something still there. But I've seen this structure. This is creeping me out. So now I want you guys not to cross stories. This couple that lived in this house that built it, they had two daughters. They lived perfectly fine. They okay. lived in the house. No murders happened within the house. After they had passed away, someone else had rent or had bought the house. And this is where it turns into this crazy story. It was known for to be a private home, a cowboy inn, a gambling bar, brothel, and a ranch for racehorses. This sounds like our debauchery night. <laughs> <laughs> this does sound like a good good debauchery night, though. <laughs> yes, it does. Now, let's get into the fire. So once everyone had learned about the brothel, the gambling, everything that's happening there, they finally told everyone in that house to get out. So three months prior to the fire happening, no one was there. No one was living there. It was vacant. So once the fires, it was uh, unclear how the fire started. All the investigation behind the fires. Now, this is where I, I just want to say a hobo was in there trying to build a fire, trying to stay warm. Yeah. But it started around... <clears throat> January 25th, 1975. I actually would want to take that back. December 4th, 1975. Okay. Not that long ago, actually. <laughs> no. Creepy. And so it was burnt down, but the structure still lays there because it's brick. Do you know who started the fire, Adrian? He just said that he doesn't know. Mm -mm. So, okay. Interesting that he said that. I'm reading this. this somebody submitted this on that article that we're reading from. And he said that when that that um, house had burnt down, when the guy that he supposedly lit his family on fire—that is the story. That's why I'm confused because I'm yes. giving Adrian some weird eyes. The story that I've heard and what Hunter just started on is the whole story behind this—the mansion and the reason why it's haunted—is uh, there was a dude. He had a family there, a wife and like two kids. I think. Yeah, I think it was two daughters. Uh huh. Um. Oh man, that's weird. That's like tripping me up now yeah. from the, the original owners he's talking about. Now I'm fucking confused. The, the story is there was a, uh, a man, he had a wife, two kids. I don't know if they're daughters or sons or, or mixed. He went fucking crazy for some reason. Yep. He ended up shooting his family, killing them in the house, and then burning them alive in, the, well, not alive, dead in yeah. the house. So he burns down a house with that. And then he walks off and then shortly blasts himself in the head with a fucking shotgun. So that's heard, the story that I've heard. I've heard that he killed himself. I've also heard that he, he ran and he was hunted. And then he was caught two years later and convicted and hung. No. I The story that I found was this gentleman who, who set the fire. He's not a gentleman. <laughs> He's a piece of shit. Either way, he murdered his family, set the fire, and no one could prove that he killed his family and started the fire, so he just went on to keep living. Okay, regard regardless, very good points. Conspiracy, interesting, yeah, interesting perspectives. But what's creepy is let's just assume let's assume some some different endings here. If he was hung, 
you're seeing ghosts when you're driving Riverdale Road. You're seeing ghosts hung in trees. Weird, right? Maybe coincidence. Yeah. Whatever goes along. Um, the lady in white is supposedly his wife. Yes. We'll talk about that, right? And you can see her with the kids. Okay, that's the thing. So we're going back to lady in white. I'm surprised you don't see her frantically. You know, she's just in white walking around doing wow. her thing. That that's a great point that you bring up because then we get to the gates of hell. That's a great point, and, Chase Cozo. But <laughs> fun fact. Fun fact. But I would almost expect her to be like on fire. Or at least like in a very state of distress. That's a good point. That's a really good point. I that's why it's creepy, because there's there's some possibilities. And if this man was was evil, then the story I'm gonna tell later might play into why the house is here's, still haunted. Here's what I wanna hear. I wanna know I wanna hear that there's some fucking seller in this mansion that this dude was a fucking cult worshipper. And there's a fucking pentagram down there with a whole bunch of half-burnt candles. And this truly is the fucking gates hell. That is what I want to hear. Well, okay. that's a great point because there's a lot of witchcraft happening. Yeah, I, I know we had Olivia on and we debunked. This is the bad witchcraft. Yes. There is, there's good and bad people in all professions, all shapes and sizes. So could it be possible that he was in this cult with witches and the witchcraft? There's also people that were, uh, that used to exercise their atheism and back in the day everyone thought it was just talking to demons all the time so that's why demonic activity is known in these parts that's wild that's fucking cool <laughs> honestly i'm getting a fucking rager for this i like this is fucking sick i have a good story but your okay, atheist but, point how the fuck do you gather as an atheist and just sit around a circle and be like ah when we die nothing happens fuck me man life there's sucks. a devil right there yeah <laughs> That was I weird. Do, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, let's get to the gates of hell. So when you're driving to this property, the gates are said to be made of rusty iron. That's not what I think of when I think of gates of hell. I, I can see that, though. Honestly, like a burnt down house and you just got this creaky ass fucking metal gate that's all fucking rusted, bent, probably like, you know, like the Adams Family kind of bullshit. I can see it. Because it's like, if you really think about it, when you look at a lot of lore and a lot of like movies and shit, there's there's the purgatory, right? There's the, the your death, the reaper takes you, takes you through the river of death, and that ends up through hell. Am I wrong? Yes. I am wrong. No, you're correct. <laughs> no, correct. Yeah. So that makes sense to me. It's like you're... That is the gate that you're getting sent to purgatory, and then you're getting launched down in this fucking basement, and now you t you're taking the elevator down to fucking hell. Yep. So there's not a lot of evidence on why people believe it's the gates of hell. They just believe it's the gates of hell because there was a murder that happened on the property. It was set on fire, and now there is witness that they see a lady in white who walks the road by the gates, assumed to be the wife that was murdered. Hmm. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> well, they also say that she might be out for revenge, but the most she's ever done to visitors is appear in a rear view mirror as they pass by, longing for help that never comes. Yeah. Hitchhiker. That, that makes sense to me. Can I tell my, my story to kind of feed your, your little rager right there, Chase? As long as it's not vampires. No, I'll save that one for later. Just for you, buddy. So I read, I heard this story. I was reading in the dark corners of the internet. And take take your lead with grain of salt, okay? So 
this lady was lady or man I forget was driving late at night on Riverdale Road near the dirt road that leads to the property, and supposedly as she was veering a corner, um, believe it or not, this fucking house that was on this uh, what's their last name again, Adrian? Oh, Wolpert. Wolpert, the Wolpert family Wolpert. mansion. It just appeared out of nowhere, and she slammed. He or she slammed on her brakes. And this freaking house, this spectral house, was in the middle of the road. It looks like it was built on the uh, on the road itself. First instinct of this person was to go walk up to the door and knock. And sure, fucking enough, white that people. family, yeah, a white family, yeah, white white people shit. Uh, the the owners of that house opened the door and have her have this person come in. It looks bright, bright and vibrant and full of life, like. Like there's electricity and everything. It's like a fucking shining kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, exactly. She here she walks in and basically spends the entire time in there just trying to figure out like just like tripping balls. And the family just keeps wanting them to come closer into the home, deeper into the home, like just like enticing this person into in in staying and and enjoying dinner and all this stuff. And supposedly, this person sees the husband finally, and he's fucking weird. Have you watched Archive Eighty One yet? Not yet. Adrian, it's the guy. It's uh, the main dude, the, the the cult leader. It's it's that vibe. That's what they say. It's like this cold, stoic, just hyper intelligent, just fucking weirdo. And and he invites this person deeper and deeper, even more so. And they see some occult shit. Like he starts hearing like this chanting and like sees fire like going down in this basement area or whatever this part of this house. Like just like this dream is getting trippier and trippier. And that's when the person runs out. He or she just gets the hell out of there, jumps in the car, pulls in reverse, drives away, looks in the rearview mirror, house is gone. And this is not the only story. I've read other just weird, deep stories of people seeing this house appear in in the farm and on the road. I just want to know how much LSD this person's taking. I'm telling you. (laughs) We need to start doing some drugs, guys, so I can see this shit. Uh, Yeah. That story alone, j- just the story, I'm going to say is bullshit. I, I'm not to agree with you on this one. I, The house in the middle of a road. I but, can see it. But, no. Go ship. Let's, let's go into it deeper. Let's close out our head on reality at the moment. Let's say it is the gates to hell. Anything could fucking happen. Right? And they're trying to pull you in. Because they want spirits. That's that's the main goal in hell. They want more spirits. So what's more enticing than something that's vibrant that pulls people in? It's like a sales pitch. I, I think we're talking a matter of perspective here. Because I uh, 100% agree with you. Like, that all makes sense. Gates of hell, getting enticed, the whole shining kind of thing. Totally makes sense to me. But just the house appearing in the middle of the road is what throws me off. If that story would have said, oh, they found that road with the fucking gates of hell and then it goes up to this house and they just and thought, they oh, this, yeah, they, th- oh, this is gonna be a great idea to, to scare the shit out of ourselves. And then that shit happens to them. That would fucking wig me out. Right. Let's just put it, put yourself in the, in the realm of the possibility that this, this could happen. It would make sense that this could be 100%. the gates of hell 100%. because this, this family, this, this family that could have been a cult. He could have sacrificed them is drawing once people drawn in and trapped inside the home, which take her to leave it. I don't know. Just FYI, go ship was a horrible fucking movie. It was, (laughs) but it was a good concept. So with all this talk with the gates of hell, 
and the ghostly women that or woman that's walking along the gates. What do you guys think? Do you, do you guys believe? I I it's hard for me to believe it's the whole gates to hell theory because that means that it's the only location on fucking earth where it's the gates of hell and it's in fucking Thornton, Colorado. No way. <laughs> Thornton's a trash. Damn it. You hey, fu- you I ruined live in Thornton. You ruined my end to this whole story. God damn it. Um I am going to say speculatory. Overall? Overall. Yeah. Same. But I think we we owe it to go drive it and get it on video and 100%. experience it for ourselves. Yeah. No, I I'm only speculatory in the fact that it's like the gate to hell. I think it may be a portal to hell. Sure. Um I could believe that. Yes. And do I think that there's probably paranormal activity because of what may or may not have happened? It's probably probably more true than not. You know, everything's a story at the end of the day and, and stories just get passed on. And, and we all know as a society, as stories get passed on, they get more elaborate and more involved in what may have actually happened. So, yeah. But yeah, I, I would say speculatory. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I think. Maybe a portal to hell. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah. All right. Well, well here's what I want to hear. I want to know what the fuck those eyes were behind that tree that I saw. Well, it's the Native American shapeshifters. And there, I, I don't really want to go too deep into it because we are going to go over this topic. But Colorado has a wide history of Native Americans and shapeshifters. Everyone's heard of skinwalkers. Well, this is a territory for some good old skinwalkers. You know what we should do? I've got a perfect idea. We will do an episode on shapeshifters and skinwalkers right before we talk about Skinwalker Ranch. Yes. Perfect. Love it. But people are said to see talking animals out there. If you see a coyote, that means you have a nice ghost. Interesting. Yep. And then if you see, I want to say it's a white tail wolf, gray tail wolf. Okay. It's evil. What I really want to see out there is Hunter's uh, demon rabbit. (laughs) 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 Fucking Monty Python rabbit. (laughs) Toss thy holy hand grenade of whatever. I forget. All right. Well, you didn't hear it first from us, but you heard it again. The Gates of Hell, Thornton, Colorado. Welcome to Colorado, everybody. Come on. Come on. I bet you didn't know that when you fucking moved here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I didn't do that. I've lived here all my life. All right, cool. so, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed Riverdale Road. Like I said, we are planning on, uh, hopefully on a thir- Friday the 13th on a full moon night, if there is one, we're going to go do it, try and give ourselves the best chance possible. And that might be the first time we get to use our spirit box in action. Kind of I'm trying to talk that. these guys into trying to walk a little bit of it. I oh, just, yeah, I'll walk it. I'm just so afraid that there will be some dumbass out there like us who are is driving it Something stupid happens, then we get hit. Now we're the fucking ghost jogger. Fuck yeah. I'd Fuck yeah, stuck in this turgatory, baby, forever. <laughs> Tattooed on my ass. <laughs> well, how do you get a tattoo as a ghost? It's ghost tat, duh. <laughs> like, just like the ghost play date that Ethereum was earlier. Ethereum Inc. Ethereum, yeah. Ooh, that's, that's, that might be our tattoo company. Yeah. But we have a special surprise for you guys. We have gotten another listener email, and this one is fucking trippy. And I have to say... Before we talk about this, um, Hunter's going to read the story. He's got a nice little title for it because it's a reoccurring thing. This is very elaborate. And I think for me, for the reason it being so elaborate, 
makes it more real for me. And it's it's actually terrifying. And I actually, on a level, connect with this lady. I completely believe what the story is. I want our listeners to keep their minds opened. Because there's many of different things that it could be. Yes. So please listen over. Hunter, without ado, please tell us the story. Without a dibbity doo dop. All right, this comes from Hannah, and we appreciate you so much. And I've entitled this 328 AM. This is going to be a long email because I have a lot of history with it. I've had vivid nightmares as long as I can remember. I remember my first reoccurring dream when I was a a little girl around six years old. I'm 27 now. I was being chased down down a cave by a man with black hair and a red shirt. The further I got down the cave, the worse this pain in my head got. Every time I'd get to the point where the pain become, became unbearable, I couldn't walk any further. I woke up, and when I woke up, I always had the worst migraine, which was a little odd considering how young I was. Ironically, I, bat- I battle chronic migraines now. LOL. I had this dream for a week straight, then randomly for about two years. My brother was diagnosed with night terrors as a kid, so my family chalked it up as to the same. I've gotten pretty used to having nightmares since they happen so frequently and can probably count on one hand the amount of time someone wasn't trying to kill me in my dreams. They don't really affect me mentally because they're just a part of me, I guess. That was until a few years ago when things started getting weird. I moved into a new apartment and started having this dream that was so similar to reality. I would wake up to a knock on my door. I literally would be in the clothes I fell asleep in and everything in my house slash room was how it was when I went to sleep. As I walk towards the front door, I see the knob turning. I immediately realize something bad is on the other side of the door. And as soon as I would make this realization, the door popped open and this black shadow figure lunges at me. I wake up for real then, check my phone, 3.28 a.m. Now, I was dating this guy who lived in the same apartment building as me. Slept over at his place, had the same dream. Only it was his place. In my dream, he hears the knock goes to answer it, and I scream not to as the door flies open. Shadow lunges, I wake up. 3.28 a.m. So, I stayed in a neighbor's apartment. So, same building. One night after drinking, same dream, but her place. 3.28 a.m. I found that multiple people died, and I decided to move 25 minutes across town. First night in the new apartment? You guessed it. I had the dream. Only, this time, it escalated the black shadow developing more of a face slash figure 3 28 a.m at this point it's affecting my sleep and work i'm totally freaked out and mentioned to my friends and family and of course they laugh at me i move again and the dream finally stops i started dating my now husband and one night i have one of the most terrifying dreams of my life what i assumed to be a grim reaper had pinned me down straddling me in the grass i was screaming and kicking but it didn't phase him my boyfriend saw this and came running He grabbed my hand. The Grim Reaper leaned in and whispered, Come home. I knew whatever I did, I couldn't let go of my boyfriend's hand. I knew that if I did, that thing would have me. The moment my boyfriend and I's fingers slipped apart, I woke up. And when I woke up, I had sleep paralysis, and I could have sworn that I saw a dark figure by the door. I checked my phone, 3.28 a.m. I continue to have your regular scheduled nightmares about serial killers and drownings until two days ago. I had the dream that involved a woman I've never seen or met in a place I've never been. The light went off and they came back on. There was a female-like demon figure. It was like something out of a movie. Her skin was gray, dirty, and rotten. 
Her eyes were just black holes. She attacked the woman like she was possessing her, and I threw a small green hairbrush at her. She stops, whips her head at me, and lunges at me face forward. She wraps her, her arms around all around my head to where her hands are on my face. I'm suffocating. I yelled, you stupid bitch, get off. And then I realized it did something. Her grip loosened. I started yelling it over and over, realizing that every time I said it, I woke up a little more. I was lucid. I finally wake up and it was so hard to get my eyes open, like unnaturally hard. I finally did and checked my phone, 3.28 a.m. What's weirder is the night that I had to dream, my husband and I were driving home and I said, we should watch a scary movie. And he said, you know, I don't like scary movies. It should be noted I haven't watched a scary movie in years. I said, you don't like paranormal ones. And he said, because they really could happen. I laughed and said, don't you think if demons were out here possessing people, we'd have seen a TikTok of it by now? The whole thing was strange. And I've been freaked out since. I can't stop thinking about her hands on my face. I started doing research on the witching hour because of it. And that's how I found your podcast. And here we are. I don't really know why I decided to email y'all. I guess I just wanted to, to tell someone who wouldn't automatically Baker act me. LOL. So, that the last part gets me. I hate that it feels like we live in a society that people feel like they can't tell you things like that without thinking that you're crazy. Just because, you're in a loony bin. Yeah, because it's a serious issue and it happens to a lot of fucking people. So, yeah. I can only hope that one day... We get more people who reach out to us and we could be, you know, a voice they can talk to that they, you know, we can communicate with. And you know what? If we're lucky enough, maybe one day we'll fucking figure this out for everyone. Yeah. Regardless of if her story is true or not, it's like factual reality that she's perceiving some sleep demon. The fact that the mind is powerful, she manifested it. It's terrifying in, in her own reality. It's not good. And people should be able to talk about this shit because there is solutions to this. And I'm on the side of believing that this could be a demon. This could be something evil that is possessing you subconsciously. Yeah. Lobotomies. That's the answer. <laughs> okay. Well, let- <laughs> Hannah, I just want you to know we're here for you. We I- believe you. We believe. I believe, I believe, I believe. I really believe this because I've had something of the same dreams when I was younger. But I did do a little bit of research after listening to your story and it's actually kind of crazy the national center of biotechnology information has a whole article as well as theory behind visual aura of migraines which then create the recurrent dream state so it's great that she brings up migraines hold up, early on hold up Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you deserved that one. Holy you fuck. You deserved it good. That was insane. Keep but, talking, Zaddy. <laughs> so you're you're getting the same visual dream. It's reoccurring. Now, can I explain the 328 AM? Absolutely not. I can as much studying as I do, as much bullshit as I put together, I cannot explain why you wake up at 328 every morning. But in in this study, either way. If someone has a migraine and they're known to continue to have migraines, your mind can manifest an aura of a dream state, and usually they're terrifying. Yeah. And I think, could this possibly solve something for you? Yes. And that's that's what we all want. We, w- we don't want you to fear going to sleep at night. And if that's something that could steer you that way, that'd be awesome. If it's a fucking demon, we'd go there and... uh 
would get Olivia we, over there. Yeah, I was going to say, we have an excellent resource. Olivia will <laughs> handle this. Put him in a jar. Yep. You'll oh, give it, yeah. You give it to your enemies. Yeah, it'd be perfect. <laughs> or like in, what what was the one video we watched <laughs> where they they get the, oh, it was a YouTube video. And uh, they put the ghost, the poltergeist, in a cat. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the guy yeets the cat, right? Yes. And it comes right back. <laughs> yeah. The dad's like, not in my house. He chucks across the yard. It comes right back inside. Oh, but God. either way, I love this story. And I absolutely believe it because I have seen it in my own mind. Yep. Yeah. Damn. You know, I thank you, Hannah. Thank yeah. you. Please, anybody else? We love listening emails, so keep sending them our way. Well, you can always send them at stuckinthispurgatory at gmail.com. What a salesman. What a salesman. <laughs> if you don't have an email, you can always find us on Instagram. At DM stuck us, in this, baby. Yes. At Stuck in This Purgatory. Also, go give our Twitter a nice little follow. Currently, it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> He's alone, guys. He's very sad and alone in that. <laughs> it's at Stuck Purgators. Also, Hunter's been making some amazing TikToks, and we we really want you guys to see what goes on behind the scenes and everything, and what we're doing, and what we're looking at on TikTok at Stuck in This Purgatory. I promise you, we are not as attractive as our voices sound. <laughs> Actually, we're a lot more attractive. Our voices are shit. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to find all of our links, Chase has put together a great link tree on our Instagram. So just go give it a look. You can find our Patreon. We got some amazing unedited videos of our dumbasses talking about this episode for like thir- three hours. The real shit. Yes. Mm-hmm. So on this episode, I think we're going to test out the new feature. Well, I don't know if it's new or not, but... The Q&A section of uh, Spotify. Oh. So I think I'm going to put it out there for you guys, a little Q&A. Each story, you tell me what you think. Do you think it's bullshit? you speculatory on it? Do you think do you believe in it? We'd also love to know if maybe you guys have already driven Riverdale Road. Riverdale. Riverdale Road. Uh, and then another thing I'm probably going to put in there as well is um, a tune to Hannah's story. If you guys have any same experiences or want to talk to us about it, whatever your opinion is on it, please let us know. We'd love to know. Also, don't forget, ratings are a real thing, and we need those ratings. So if you are an avid listener, please make sure to go on and rate our podcast because that lets us know if we are doing good or if we're dog shit. That's pretty important to know. (laughs) Probably the latter. Probably dog shit, yes. Probably the latter. And as always... Thank you, thank you, thank you. We love y'all. Guys, one of my biggest goals, I think our biggest goal, is in the next few months to get our Patreon really going. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I want to make an announcement. Oh. We've hit a thousand plays. Oh. A thousand total plays already. Did we do that really? Hell yeah, it's dude. 1,500 now. Yes. Honestly, it doesn't feel real. Three months in. It does not feel real. Yes. But we need the Patreon because we want... We want I think we all really want to hire a part-time researcher so we can really juicify these stories up. Yeah. So someone who will read the books that, like, coming up in the new episode, <laughs> Mr. Playfair's book. That's not a fun read, and we need somebody <laughs> to read that for us. So we're not just like crying in our own tears. Yeah, because it's hard because we all have full-time jobs, and we need we need we need a college student or stay-at-home. Plus, mom. just think about all the bullshit you guys don't get to hear. On Spotify, you get it here on Patreon. Yeah, help us beat Joe Rogan. And there's right? going to be more. There's going to be videos. 
We already have videos lined up. We got stickers. We're going to get a merch going, yeah. Yeah. But we need you guys. I'm not going to make merch if we have one follower, and that's Hunter already. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we, we, we can't forget about Jedi Joe. <laughs> Jedi, Jedi Joe! I don't know. Is he a Patreon yet or what? You know what? I'm manifesting it. By, by the time this episode releases, he's going to be on Patreon. Deal. Deal. Guys, thank you so much for the opportunity for listening to us. Please let us know how we're doing. And remember... The thing about our podcast is if you're going to listen to our podcast, you're going to you're going to learn the tools and you're going to be aware that when you're driving on Riverdale Road and you see a ghost house in the middle of the road, you're going to know to turn around because you listen to our show, Stuck in This Purgatory.